Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Rob W. Basham, MD. Alex Brambernard Rasmussen. The queen wearing her crown with her wolf pack, Catherine Brandt. What? What? Oh my God. Now what that she's. What the hell is that? Somebody what? on the Peloton class said that, and now oh, that's all she oh ever talks God. about. Oh, she said it to me four times since yesterday. No. <laughs> it just no. cracks me up. Sorry. Well, Andy Rappert, All right. <laughs> well, we'll be right back with Kristen Burt and the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Oh, Kristen's up. Where's Kristen? Uh, your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice messaging machine. Well, for Chris. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Doing something. Too good to talk to us on set one day. Post, too good to talk to yeah. us. Post yeah. sag excitement. Is that what it is, the post sag excitement? Probably the pre Grammys excitement. Don't you just love how Hollywood will jump out of their ass to make sure that nothing they give awards to is American or has white men? That's <laughs> hilarious. I think that's so funny. I thought that. Somebody just called all the awards racist again. Racist? They will Parasite won. Parasite won Best Picture. It's not even in English. Oh. It's a Korean, South Korean movie. Okay. There are no honkies in it. How can that be racist? Is I it, don't know. Is it subtitled? Uh, I believe so. It would be hilarious yeah. if it wasn't. Yeah. It's in Korean, hilarious. but with no subtitles. So it no just, one can actually know, <laughs> know what the hell what's happening. And, and the other movie was just a story of a bunch of uh, burnout white guys in Hollywood that are, mm-hmm. that are, that are yep. you know, just, uh, I don't know. That, that was all. So that maybe that's the racism part of it. Not enough people uh, of darker skin. I got I to gotta tell you, this has got one of my favorite things on the morning show this morning. And I don't even get pissed off about this stuff. It's gotten so ludicrous, I find it funny. People have lost their minds. So a guy broke into a, uh, a uh, I don't know if it was a Walmart or it was something like a Walmart or Kmart or something like that, right? 
broke in one night and set up a home in the ceiling of this uh, store. Mm. Right, He was living in the ceiling of the store, and at night he would drop down on the ceiling. And he had, uh, God, I can't remember how many cases of cigarettes, like uh, hundreds of boxes of cigarettes. That's what the most important thing to him. So then he would steal food, he'd steal cigarettes, all the rest of it. Uh, they they never did find him. They finally found that he was in there and chased him off. They, they, well, he left before they could arrest him. So they don't know where he is. But here are your two comments from one news anchor. Uh, not news anchor, but one uh, from, from the cops. They said, uh, this is unbelievable. The guy taking advantage. You know, everything he stole, the people that come in there are going to have to make up for by paying more for what they buy and blah, 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 blah. And then they asked another woman named Sarah what she thought. She said, Oh, that's too bad because a, a homeless person had a place to live. <laughs> it's getting to be hilarious. Yeah. It's just, honest to God, this guy's a flat-out thief, but yeah. that's okay with you. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of, uh, you know, you can extend that to the uh, tragedy in Hawaii where someone was giving someone who was down on their luck a place to stay to uh, do some handiwork at their house, and then he ends up, sta- they, he, they try to evict him because of whatever reason, and uh, he stabs the woman and then kills two police officers. There you go. So, but, hey, you were nice to me. And burned down four or five houses or some sort. It was just a oh, horrific kind of scene there. Uh, awful, awful thing. So. I don't know how much more evidence we need that you can't fix crazy. Yeah, well, there is Sorry. that. Absolutely. We, we have a guest named Kristen. Who's, Who's our not guest? crazy? Kristen? Who's our guest? Hello. It's Kristen. There. I'm here. Oh, no, it's Kristen Burt. I'm back. Speaking of nut jobs, thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> You'll be here all night. <laughs> you know, I will be here yeah. all night. Yeah, tip your weight staff. Tip your weight staff. I have a question for Dr. Basham, and I think Kristen. Kristen, we were just talking about how uh, how I don't even get angry at political. No matter whether it's Democrats, Republicans, left, right, centrist, whatever it is, how did you? I just read it and go, you people are all mentally ill. You're all nuts. Both sides, all sides. People are crazy. So the one thing I do have to ask is um, health care, Ralph. Yeah. Okay, the big argument now is that uh, because of this uh, impeachment, they've not been able to get to the Senate business with their blame and everything on McConnell. And I don't know anything about it. I think it's all of them. I don't think it's just McConnell. I think it's everybody, right? Yep. So the, Chuck Schumer claims, and I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just trying to learn something here. Chuck Schumer says that they, they, they could put together a bill where everyone would get health care. Everybody would be covered. And he said that uh, Chuck Schumer, not Chuck Schumer, but uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch wouldn't uh, even look at it. He's, holding, he's denying health care to most Americans. That's what he said. No. He's is that true? free health care, maybe. But I think pretty so much any American so can get health care if they go ask for it. No, well, yeah. Every American gets health care. Every American gets yeah. health care. Now, whether exactly the, right. Whether the hospital gets reimbursed for that health care may or may, may be a problem. But everybody gets health care. Everybody, if you have a problem, if you're sick, you yes. go to the ER, you're cared for. The period. So I don't understand. How is it legal for these politicians to just lie through their teeth and there's nothing we can do about it? And it's all of them. Now, well, not a, there are some decent people in office, uh, but most of them, 90% of them, are just lying scumbags in it for the money. Yep. 
Why, why are they allowed to lie like that? They're terrifying people. They're causing anger and anguish and, and sorrow and all that's the rest of it. That's how you stay in power. But, yeah, that's how you stay in power, yeah. isn't it? But nobody exactly. wants to write the piece that challenges those lies. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, oh, no one wants to read the piece to challenge the lies because you have to add data that people don't want to wade through or try to understand or don't have the yeah. ability to understand because of their limited education. It, 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 it's just a quagmire. So that you, it's a, And then if it's liberal, no one wants to cover it because they're liberal. So, Kristen, I got some bad news for you, too, as a Californian. Oh, well, there's a lot of bad news here in California. <laughs> so where do you want to start? <laughs> we'll start by telling you that I ran the numbers this morning. There are now 40 million people living in California. 40 million. Mm. Okay. I would, I would believe that um, just because of the traffic yep. and how much it's increased since I've even lived here. So you're ready for a horrifying number, a terrifying number. You ready? Half of all taxes, and I mean all taxes in the state of California, half of them are paid by 600,000 people. That's the same in the entire country. But 39.4 million people pay the other half. That's possible. And most of it is nothing. The vast, vast majority of this country's taxes come from... I think it's like the top 25%, maybe even higher it than does, that. It does, yeah. So, Kristen, how do you feel about as a Californian? You've been out there for a long time. Mm-hmm. How can they keep saying everything's horrible, everything's terrible, oh, my God, hor-, where 600,000 people are paying all the bills? How can they keep complaining about this? Go after the 39.4 that are paying nothing or very little. I mean, we're taxed up the wazoo here in California, so I don't I even know who <laughs> we are. It's bad um, and just getting worse, honestly. If anyone's been following the whole AB5 law that was passed against freelancers. Um, no, it, it, I haven't. It, it, oh, so, okay. And this is, um, and I will also say for any of your listeners who are in New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and there's also a federal bill on the table for this as well, but... It was designed, and I think, like, in theory, it's a great thing. In theory, it was designed to go after Uber and Lyft, uh, Instacart, some of those, oh, yeah. like, gig yeah. economy jobs to get better working conditions and better pay for all of uh, the people that work for them. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they swept every single freelancer, with a few ex- exemptions like doctors and lawyers, um, into this freelancer bill, saying that you can no longer freelance, you have to pay everyone as an employee. So for small businesses, Ugh. all of a sudden, you know, adding on 30 more percent, 30 percent more for taxes um, mm-hmm. and, and things like that yep. um, is putting a lot mm-hmm. of small businesses out of business. Oh, yeah, they're and done. It, they're, it was only an act of January done. 1st, but people are being, their, their careers are being decimated left and right. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Once you add FICA. Why do we? Yeah, once you add FICA, yeah. uh, unemployment insurance. And retirement, if there's a retirement plan, you know, you're up to 20, 30% in a heartbeat. And what people don't realize is that um, this doesn't work a lot in the entertainment industry. If you're a musician and you're hiring five of their musicians for a one-off gig, having to put them all on the payroll doesn't make any sense for one time only. Um, And so what this is is a union grab because the woman that wrote their bill, Lorena Gonzalez, who's an assemblywoman from San Diego... It's very pro-union. She had the AFL-CIO uh, help her write the bill. And 
Uh, unfortunately, it's decimated people. The truckers, the trucking industry was uh, in a lot of trouble, but they've gotten a temporary restraining order. But I will tell you, oh many other God. states are looking at this, and it's on. It's, the Democrats have uh, presented it as a federal bill as well. Okay, when are we going to band together and say, we've had enough of you scumbags stealing our money? Because they are stealing our money. These politicians, every person other than Buttigieg running for president is a millionaire. Right. And I'll tell you another tip-off. When two billionaires, well, first of all, when one billionaire already is president and two more want to be president, uh, if, if $53 billion is not enough, and everybody in the United States knows who Michael Bloomberg is, so it's not a fame thing either. If you're worth $53 billion, there's enough money left over in the presidency to make you even more money. That's a terrifying prospect. It's a money grab. That's the whole, That yeah. job is nothing but a money grab now. Yep. It's disgusting. Yeah, because you even know when you Ugh. get out of office, the speaking fees you get, the book deal you're going to get. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, Trump obviously has even more in his back pocket because of the hotels and golf courses and things like that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ROI is unbelievable. Return on investment. Right. It, is. it is just really, really bad. And and, and again, I, it's not a Democrat problem. It's not a Republican problem. It's a, a United States political problem. We have totally been got, got gotten screwed over by our politicians and sold down the river. Sold down yeah. the river by our government. It's damn true. It. It's true, though. No, it, it is. is it true. And that's exactly it. Because um, you know, this eighty-five thing is a Democratic bill. Um, but there's plenty of things that the Republicans have done that we're just, we're, all we're doing is spinning our oh, wheels yeah. on either side, and we're getting nothing yep. done to help the country and help people that really do need help in this country. Because I can walk outside and I'll tell you, we got an opioid slash homeless problem going on right now. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And yeah, thing that I love, oh. Oh, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Tom's, so sorry. No, mine's off topic a bit. Go ahead. Oh, I would just, uh, I think Kristen's absolutely right. It, it is a bipartisan responsibility mm-hmm. not to have it done is. anything. I mean, it was a Republican, yep. the president, who sort of opened up institutionalization or reduced institutionalization to help yeah. people or to get them in a controlled environment for care. And, you know, and, and, and everybody else has supported this and to turn a blind eye to the fact that many of these people need serious help. They need help with their addiction. They need help with their psychiatric problems. And yeah. then the homeless part goes away because these people are helped. We get them into a workforce or into a support system that they're cared for and it's not happening and it's 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 a horrible tragedy horrible tragedy all right so i have a question for everybody because i talked about a little bit about this before but not at length though I, i would like to know why it is that i am now on medicare right because you're old <laughs> oh, okay. oh yeah, wow! Yeah. Oh, nice. mean spirited, Andy. Mean spirited. Say you are well seasoned or experienced. Well seasoned. Turn it around. Yeah. Why don't you both pipe down? Is what I have to say. Unbelievable. But in any case, so out of my check every two weeks comes Medicare and Social Security. I'm still paying because I'm still working, right? Ralph, you're in the same boat. You're yeah. still paying, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're the government's dream. So we <laughs> oh, pay and pay yeah. and pay and pay. And then I go on Medicare, and my Medicare payment's all in Medicare, you know, CMS Medicare and Part A and Part B and all the parts you need. My monthly bill for that is higher than private insurance. <laughs> because wow. according to our federal government, I make too much money. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
How can they do this to people? Uh, it's and look, I don't because care. Whatever can. it is, what it is. But so basically, now that I'm paying into it and I'm paying for it, I'm paying twice as much as I used to pay. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? Well, it's just wonderful. Well, don't you think that the major problem that we have right now is the Democratic Party is just OCD? They're completely yeah. obsessive compulsive disorder about yeah, this impeachment are. and about hating Trump so they can't get anything else. And they get applauded for it yeah. so much and they get so much attention for being OCD that they can't get anything else done. And the Republicans right. refuse to... They, they, they're, they're really great with dealing with the economy and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to social issues, right. they don't know what they're doing. They don't yeah. know. They don't seem to care. So somebody's got to get in between here and, and figure this out. And all of this psychosis on both sides has got to go away. I like it. I agree. I like the take. And I think with this impeachment, too, all it does is guarantee for those that don't want to see Trump in office another four years. I think it guarantees him another four years. Yeah. Kind of looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Because we've been like acting like asses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we doing on time, Andy? Uh, I'd say we're about good. Okay, well, let's take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will come on and tell us exactly what we can do to, to remedy this situation. Mm. Well, yeah, <laughs> I have all the answers. <laughs> yeah, she's got all the answers. We can right only hope. This, with the family. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The XCheck app, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The XCheck app, simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I thought I was going to hit the... Oh, it's excessively long. This goes on for a very long time. It is oh, very it goes long. on for a very long time. Here, let me just do this. Oh, there we go. There, speed it up. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. Fast now we're cooking forward. with gas. Okay, now that we solve the political problem by getting rid of everyone who's in office, 
and starting all over again, which we might have to do. Uh, it's time to talk to Kristen Bird about the SAG Awards and uh, all these other awards and um, what's going on in Hollywood, what's going on on television. Catherine and I watched a couple. We started watching Messiah, Kristen. Have you seen Messiah? I have not. Okay, it's on, what is it on, Catherine? Netflix. I, I never Hulu, know. Probably. Netflix. Probably. Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. It is. We've only watched yeah. the first episode, so I can't really tell if it's any good or not, because they're just setting it up. So we'll stay with you on that. Mr. In Between, which is on FX. We've really gotten to like that show. It's an Australian show about a hitman, but it's, he's a goofy bastard. God, <laughs> so, is he ever. <clears throat> so, you know, that's very entertaining. There's some good stuff on TV right now. I mean, it really is where uh, everyone is going. If you take, I just did uh, some of the Television Critics Association, the winter tour, um, where the networks kind of lay out what's happening for mid-season replacements in the spring, what we'll see over the next few months. And one of the big themes of all the panels and every network was every big star is doing television now. There's no separation anymore between movie stars and television stars. And I'll tell you, especially for women... They're getting more control because they're able to, you know, um, get the rights to a book, create um, work for themselves. Women over 40 are able to work continuously where before it used to be like a death sentence. Like, I turned 40, no one's going to hire me. They're they're able to grab more control of their career and actually tell more interesting stories. So, to me, television is a lot more interesting (laughs) to cover than films these days. I think you're right. It's, it's interesting because I, I think as little as 10 years ago, maybe, I don't think you hardly, I think you hardly ever saw a woman over 40 on a show. Very rare. Unless you were playing the yeah. grandmother or, you know, even yeah. if you look at something like 90210, I mean, the parents were there just to like add a little like moral tale to the story. They had four lines and then they were out. That was it. Um that doesn't, you know, that's totally changed. And I, I take a look at Jennifer Aniston, who just won the SAG Award the other night for the morning show. She's 50 mm-hmm. and probably just did the best work of her career in that series. Oh. And they're going on to season two. And I can't wait to see more because I love what they did with her character. Here's something perfectly indicative of the media right now. So if you Google SAG Awards, the three top stories that you get is Jane Seymour didn't wear underwear, uh, Jennifer Aniston's dress was see-through, and Helena Bonham Carter's thoughts on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, my God. Nothing about the actual awards. (laughs) So drivel. In other words, drivel. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're on the red carpet. We're talking about the red carpet. And Jennifer Aniston's dress was not see-through. It was uh, fitted. In it, and she was obviously not wearing a brassiere. Oh well, she may have been, but it, it was it was very sheer with the, what she was wearing. I don't know if Jennifer Aniston has ever worn a bra in her life. Oh, uh, uh, Friends for, for a few seasons. Yeah, for yeah, real. it was just like never a bra. The studio was very cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. constantly needed to be but is it, a little bit. I will I will say from someone who's done a lot of award shows, very few women are wearing undergarments just because there are too many lines. Um, if you have a fitted dress, you just go commando if you have to. Um, you have to be wearing any right a now. body suit. Yeah, if you need to wear Spanx, you'll wear Spanx. But if uh, your body, if you're like 25 and your body's flawless, you're probably not wearing any undergarments. Because oftentimes the bras are built into the dress. 
and then you don't want any panty lines, so you don't wear any underwear. So off you go. Off you go. How do you so, watch morning show? Uh, it is on Apple TV. So if anyone purchased oh, an iPhone recently, you do get a free one-year subscription. So that is how we're watching it in our household. Okay. For Apple TV, though, they I mean, the big deal is once everyone's free subscription runs out, are they going to renew? Because yeah. you have competitors like Disney Plus that has a huge portfolio of amazing um television shows and movies that's really hard to compete with although in a year when they come out with the new iphone will that subscription renew when you buy the new iphone uh probably not is my guess i think think that this is like a one year here's your free deal Mm. away you go and and my disney plus subscription is free with verizon for one year so i will Mm. also have to renew but i I, we're watching a lot of disney plus in my house yeah we we are too that's i think one of two we've gotten rid of a lot of streaming we don't even have netflix anymore we just don't care about anything on it we mostly watch right. disney plus and hgtv now have you guys heard what the british citizens are saying now whenever Meghan markle says anything have you seen that no no what, no matter no matter no matter what Meghan markle says now doesn't matter as soon as she says something brits are going yeah okay yoko <laughs> breaking up the Beatles. <laughs> I broke up the Beatles. Now you broke up the royal family. Okay, Yoko. Oh, Although, for being honest, it- the royal family having squabbles is not exactly a new thing. No, 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 no. I know, not. but if you were Prince Harry, you you you're, you're like are giving everything up to go live in Canada. He's not giving anything up. He says he's giving. He's it giving up. up a. Well, he's can't. He's not supposed to be his royal highness anymore. Well, he's only worth forty. They're going to wind up in Los Angeles, and I will tell you right now, they are going to look to what the Obamas have done. Yep. They're going to look to yep. what George Clooney and Amal have done. Uh, you know, yeah. George and Amal are very, very you know, civically minded, very into charity. I think that they'll model their career after that, and then they'll look to the Obamas and get like a huge Netflix deal. You watch, it is coming. Yeah, uh, these yeah. two no, are going to be fine. I'm not worried about them yeah. at all. Yeah, and it's and it's all based on the fact that they're royals. I mean, that, that's that, that's it's all based on that. So they are not they're le- oh we're leaving the family not really because no. you're still part of the family. I mean, Title only. Yeah, that's right. Well, but I, still, I like I mean, that they're doing something different. The royals are so stuffy and boring. I'm like, at least they're somewhat interesting and have a couple more layers to them. Maybe. Okay, Maybe. Yoko. Maybe. <laughs> if you want to give me I, don't, I, just, I just don't see. And, but I don't get to I be just don't see the prince, any. Then that's. There's you know, no that's other charity. They can do as much charitable work as they want through the royal family. They don't have to break from the royal family to have their own foundation. That's they true. could do that. But they can do their so, own... So, I think you're they, right. They have their own self-interest. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they yeah, don't I, want yep. to I think the she wants to... Yeah, she wants to be on TV or movies or something. That's mm-hmm. what it, this is all about. I um, think. Yeah, probably true. She should buy part of Weight Watchers like Oprah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, she were, would get very well I don't well blame known. her, though. They were so mean to her. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Who was? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Who was mean to her? The UK press was pretty brutal. Were they? They were, and there was a Didn't lot of undertones of racism to it. If you read, read some of, like, The Sun and The Daily Mail, which are two publications that they are suing, they were really awful to her. And here's Morgan. I oh, thought, my God, he's the worst. <laughs> man, he's something else, isn't he? 
I thought it was only American white men that were racist. What happened? <laughs> the British press was just awful. <laughs> and yes, Harry has well, no again, love for that. He, he's had contempt yeah. for them since his mother passed away. So I kind of don't blame him. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, do your own thing. Life's too short. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And as I said, don't worry about those kids because Harry's already, or which one is he? I don't know. Harry? I think he's, yeah, I don't Harry. I yeah. Harry. But he's worth like $40 million. Yeah. I don't think they're going to starve. You know, and and this all may be him going along with this or him being maybe even instigating this may be a result of him losing his mother as a child. I mean, that yeah. all, yeah. that, that yep. it could be, you know, he's never gotten over that. I don't know if anybody does. But I bet you that's what's. This may be just coming out now, and that's an expression of that. And so he's Elizabeth's grandchild. Yes. Okay. Yes. I honestly, I Indeed. can't keep track of it. I love you. He's like, I have no idea. Good for you for not knowing, honestly. Yeah, I know I Elizabeth. Feel like you've been bombarded with the royal news. And I know Henry the Eighth. Those are the two. Those are the two. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Just yeah. those well-rounded two. history. That Henry VIII was quite the guy. Well, God, uh, let if, me just tell you. If you told me to list the presidents, I could maybe get 20. Really? Yeah. I think that's pretty common. Yeah? Yeah, probably. Most people don't care. Yeah, I, like, I can do a lot of the very first ones and a lot of the very recent ones and anything in between uh-huh. yeah. like anything from exactly. the civil war era to world war 1 no nothing well you could do abraham lincoln well he was i mean like after the civil war era i should say oh after the civil war okay yeah i don't know whatever <laughs> it's uh, you know bill bitsman whatever the hell their name is they're all corrupt and pricks anyway when was millard fillmore millard fillmore <laughs> I know him because he has a funny name. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. He has a funny name, and there. Millard Fillmore is our president. So, in any case, yeah, we uh, we're just sitting here basically talking this that, and the other thing, and I, I just I love the fact that people are are worried about the royal family. Like, give me a break. They're billionaires. Yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine. Billionaires. I don't think anyone's worried about them. Well, some people are saying they are. That's all I'm saying. And something to think about is that this might be just an extension of the brand brand to America. Could be. They're extending their their royal brand so they can get a little bit more uh, PR and everything to America. Oh, I think they'll be wildly popular in Canada and the U.K. I mean, in Canada and the U.S. I, I really do, and I... I mean, everyone's, like, so doomsday about this whole thing, but I'm like, it's probably going to be the best thing that happens mm-hmm. to the royals, and they don't see it right now. Well, God, remember Princess Di? She was huge in the U.S. Yeah, she was huge. They're just trying to bring that she whole thing indeed. back. Yeah, they want that, they want I, that uh, revenue stream back. Yep. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. Um, Kristen, I have to ask you, ask you a question. So the SAG winner was Parasite. It's a, a Korean movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's subtitled. What's it about? Mm-hmm. It's Snowpiercer. It's, what, it's, it's Snowpiercer, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, there's some what similar is... threads, aren't there? If you think about it. Well, it's written by the same guy, so I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What is Snowpiercer? Remember the train in the snow? Oh, yeah. God, we saw it. Was it. So it was bad. Wow, it was it was horrible. Horrible. This is basically Snowpiercer, terrible. but instead of a train, it's a mansion. Oh, God. And, there's no snow. and that's the movie of the year. It's called Grass Pierce. Well, here's the interesting thing. It, from Screen Actors Guild, it's the Ensemble Award. 
but only 44% of the time does the ensemble award translate to an Oscar Best Picture. I think Parasite yeah, will win Best yeah. Foreign Film, but if you take a look at the last 10 years with the Producers Guild Awards, 80% of the time, the movie that wins there wins Best Picture, and that was 1917 this mm-hmm. past weekend. So I think mm-hmm. that we'll probably see 1917 as the Best Picture winner at the Oscars. Probably. Huh. It's anti-war, so it's, a- it's good for the left. But it's like pro heroes, so it's good for the right. Damn. Everyone and wins, and it's artistic. Yeah. And it's that artistic. Is a big screen yeah. movie people do not go and like watch your screener. If you're a member of the union, go and watch on the big screen. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. I can't talk myself into doing it yet. It's too sad. I'll do it though. I will see it. Yeah, I think but that you're stuff makes like me it, really so. sad. Yeah, yeah, Dan really liked it, but he was very emotional the next <clears throat> like 24 hours after watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it I makes you realize that. that you're not taught any of this in school either. Yeah. Like what no. exactly no. they went through in World War One? I. I mean, like days of just constant in between the trenches. It was basically just like one perpetual explosion, which is why they couldn't just yeah. like charge and you know go. They couldn't go get them. If you went out of the trenches, you either got shot or you got blown up. So yeah. you had to just dig and dig and dig and probably lose your foot. In that, in that, also, in that wonderful invention, the machine gun, sort of, it was another That's problem. That's exactly, yeah, because uh, with yeah. the machine gun, yeah, you could literally just, like, a hundred people coming at you. Who cares? <laughs> you got a machine gun. Yeah. So, yeah, war definitely changed. That's why tanks were such a huge deal, because once tanks came out, machine guns couldn't do anything about tanks, so the tanks just rolled over the machine guns. So then they invented, you know, rocket-propelled grenades, and the tanks couldn't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. Can we get better armor? Exactly. <clears throat> it's an arms race. Yikes. It is pretty much an arms race, no doubt. So 1917, you think, is going to win the Best Picture, Parasite, uh, Best Foreign Film, Parasite won yeah. SAG Award. And then um, I, think so your acting, I think your acting categories are probably locked in with uh, Renee Zellweger winning for Judy and... Oh, yeah. Joaquin winning for Joker, and then the supporting categories, you've got Brad Pitt for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Laura Dern for Marriage Story. I'm pretty sure, like, unless there's some random weird surprise um, in the supporting categories, because that's usually where the surprise comes, I feel like those four are a lock. That would make sense, and we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, just a couple of minutes back. More with Kristen Burt and the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months 
when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. There you go. Yes. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to be honest with you. Life gets better every day. When you don't care about the politics, when you won't get emotionally involved because everybody's screwing up everything, when you just laugh at it, you're going to love this guy. Do you ever hear of, you're, you ever hear of Eric Adams? No. Is he a member of the Adams family? Not anymore. Uh, New York City mayoral hopeful Eric Adams is taking flack for a Monday speech about gentrification. Does anyone there know what Eric Adams said? Running for mayor of New York City. You know what he said? No idea. Go back to Iowa. You got it. Go back to Iowa and Ohio. (laughs) And here's a guy running for mayor, and I quote, New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Was it? The people that was here? (laughs) The people that was here, yeah. Uh, Are they recruiting dumber people by the day? Do you have to be incredibly ignorant to run for office now? Dad, for some Who wants to run to office? I don't want to run for office. No, No, not me. What, Alex? For somebody that doesn't care about it, you talk about it a lot. No, it's not talking about it. I'm just pointing out stuff. Literally, the guy can't even speak English for Christ's sake. And you speak very and he's passionately from New York. about yeah. someone that doesn't care. In New York, that makes him folksy and approachable. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. No, I just, it's so amazing that the people are doing and saying the things that they're doing and saying. I just, it, it amazes um, me. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to this kind of thing. No, no, no. That's how they got away with it in the first place. So ignorance is not bliss. You do have to talk about it. No, I mean, I just, I vote for people I believe in, and I forget about the rest. Did you hear what Hillary said about Bernie Sanders? No. Oh, yes. Nobody likes him. (laughs) Nobody likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Does that that really surprise you? That doesn't surprise me. I don't He doesn't seem like a warm, fuzzy, kind of like, let's go and get a beer after work kind of guy. No, God, don't. He wants to be in his armchair, like, yelling at the television. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like the the quintessential crotchety old man. He is. Yeah, Yeah, the the comparison has been made. He's Larry David. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, he, he is. Larry David. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because Catherine and I watched the first episode of of, uh, Curb for this year. Anybody watched it? That's still happening. I was about to say. No idea. Oh, yeah. It's a brand new season that started. Five years ago. Me too. It started this week. Have you seen it, Kristen? I haven't. Okay. Uh, Catherine laughed at it a lot more than I did. I, I need somebody to explain to me why he thinks. That it's really funny to be a prick, you know. It's not. Well, he he's been be, a shtick. No, though. but, but real, he was yeah. crotchety before, but now he's a flat-out jerk. Uh, I think he's always been a jerk. When I watched <laughs> it, I got. I tried to get into it like four years ago. I watched it on mm-hmm. whatever platform it was on from the very beginning. And right. That's one right. thing I didn't like about it is that it was just like he was antagonizing people just. Because that's what the show is about. Hmm. It's like it's well, driven by the script writer's need for him to be mean. Yeah. I don't know. 
Well, they're walking. He's walking down the street. Oh, the one thing that's very funny about it, Chris, and I think you'd like this, and everybody else would like it as well. The one thing that's very funny is people keep mistaking Jeff Garland for Harvey Weinstein. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's very that funny. Is, that was funny. Who invited you, you son of a bitch? Because he sort of looks like him a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it was really, that part was very funny. But here's an example. So, so Larry David and, and Jeff Garland are walking down the street in New York City, and they walk by a stand of those Razor scooters. Right? There's like eight or nine of them standing where they should be. They're all lined up in a row. Oh, like the electric? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As they walk by, Larry David leans over and knocks them all down. Oh, How is that funny? Well, I can see why that might be considered funny. Because a lot of people hate those scooters. I mean, they just hate them. They hate that people are... Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people would like to knock them over. (laughs) Okay, we'll see. (laughs) Uh, they don't bother me, so I, maybe that's what, yeah, I don't what I'm missing. Is yeah, I don't Yeah, care. I have no strong feelings about them either, but a lot I of road people. Endless, they're all over the sidewalk, and you're trying to just walk, and they're in your way because people knock them over. Or while you're driving, right. people like just cut you off with a scooter. I'm like, you're on a scooter. You have no helmet. Yeah. If I didn't see you, you would right. have been right. run over by my Prius. I rode one you in know, Nashville right. in a parking lot. Hmm. Yes, you did. It was a good time. Did a good job. We had a regular scooter when we were like 12. Yeah, we had razor scooters. (laughs) We had actual razor scooters. Which I would never... Allow your kids to use? Ever have my kids ride a scooter if it has anything to do with anything that I choose. Because I, my nanny kid, lost a tooth at three. Wow! Well, at three, they should definitely not be anywhere near a scooter. She was like on a scooter, and then my um, niece broke her arm on a scooter. And I guess, yeah, they brought my niece into the emergency room to get her arm fixed. And they were like, oh, yeah, she was on a scooter. Mm. We get, get, like, at least one a day. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God. Can you imagine back in the skater boy days? Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. No. It's the same thing, but even more dangerous because there's no handlebar. Yeah. (laughs) So... And the other thing about it that I was, I, I, you know, I just thought, man, that's a pretty bold move. There are a couple of times during that first hour where he ridicules the hashtag Me Too movement, which is a, I didn't see that coming at all. No. Well, he's a powerful male in Hollywood. He probably doesn't like the Me Too movement. I guess. I mean, (laughs) he literally... there, there are women. One woman accuses him of of ogling her all night long, and he said, "No, no, no. I was just looking at the what was it? What did he want? The pigs the, in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. He wanted pigs in a blanket, and she was carrying him around. And he reaches over to grab one, and she turns away from him because, and he ends up grabbing her right breast accidentally. Oh dear, that's kind of a weird thing to make fun of, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the Me Too movement's yeah. dead. I told you it was going to die. It was just going to sort of fade away yeah, because that's how Hollywood runs. Well, I think what I killed suppose. it really was when people started making the connection between the Me Too movement and, uh, you know, 200 years ago. That black man whistled at me, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, right. Because a lot of that did happen, and people realized that we've been through this before as a country, and it didn't go very we well have, back yeah. then. Took him a while, but no, you're hey. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, it is unfortunate we have to go through these kinds of things, don't you? People are dumb. They yep. are. Uh, sad, sad news here out of uh, 
out of the Ozzy Osbourne camp, apparently he's got Parkinson's oh. disease. Isn't that sad? Yeah, Parkinson's. It's is. so sad. It's not surprising, though. Like, when I no. saw the news, no. I was like, no. oh, that actually makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, that the amount of stuff he's on, he probably has had it for a long time. But yeah. those tremors mm-hmm. were being suppressed by all of those you know, yeah. downers that he's been taking. Because he's yep. pretty yeah, old for a new Parkinson's diagnosis, isn't he? Yeah. 71. 71. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of the degenerative uh, brain disorders, like it kind of related to Alzheimer's and, and those kind of uh, uh, things. So I thought, all, yeah. I thought Parkinson's was usually diagnosed at like 40 or 50. Yeah, but it's, it's, it, can be, it can be diagnosed older as well. It's usually, it, usually, it usually afflicts people sooner, but still, just like... Uh, I suppose it can. Anything can yeah, happen. Anytime. And, and his yeah. son, Jack, has multiple sclerosis. I was going to say, yeah, he has MS. Oh. Yep. Mm. Ooh, okay. it, might, it might be end up finding a genetic connection in you know, yeah. 50 years yeah. from they're now. Very, they're yeah. similar diseases in yeah. a lot of ways. That kind of yeah. a demyel- demyelinating disease mm. and then yep. something in the central nervous system, which is kind of similar related. Yeah, that's bad. But he's, all, but he's also, he's rode that uh, horse hard and put it away wet. Yeah. You know, he's put a lot right. of stuff in his body, and God mm-hmm. knows what that does. You never does. know. Yeah. 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 It is true. Um, 17-year-old Greta Thunberg says uh, she's changed the, the timetable. She now says we're all history in eight years. Oh, eight? Good for her. Good for her. Eight, eight years, eight. we're all going to be, we're screwed. Well, yeah, based she said, on we're all going to melt. I don't know what her eight-year timetable is, but I don't necessarily disagree. I'm like, I kind of feel like we're all just going to melt one day. No. You think so? Well, in California, you will. <laughs> California, yeah. No, <laughs> where said, you stand. this winter has been so cold, my heating bill was ridiculous. Because we've been but down good, in the it? 30s at night. I'm like, wow, my heat is getting some major action this winter. Um, so it's been very different. We haven't had a lot of rain. So things always change up. Yeah, I understand it. Uh, when Greta Thunberg addressed world leaders at the Davos World Economic Forum last year, she memorably told them, your house is on fire. Uh, this year, our house is still on fire, she declared, adding that your inaction is fueling the flames by the hour. At one point, the 17-year-old climate activist dismissed a question posed to her on a panel about how she handles criticism as frivolous. I would like to say something that I think people need to know more than how I deal with haters before citing stats from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. A massive immediate reduction in CO2 emissions is required. Well, you better talk to people in the Eastern Hemisphere because they're the ones that are mostly responsible for them. You keep pointing at Western Europe and the United States. We're not even close. And what's nice about being polluters? Nice about going for her going to India and China and those places. She can get there by train, so that there's a huge convenience for her. So she can get there by train, and you know maybe she should uh, start the preaching there and and uh, part of Africa as well, uh, because that. A lot of it comes from there. Ninety percent of the plastic in the ocean comes from like ten rivers, and they're they're all in either Africa or India. I think China is the most polluted place I've ever visited. I had um, asthmatic symptoms there. I'm not an asthmatic, and when I returned to Los Angeles, I was like, "Wow, I can finally breathe!" And we don't have great air quality. No, I was going to say, yikes! No, I disagree with you. No. Your air quality in L.A. may not be perfect, but it is far better than in uh, the early 70s. The smog epidemic? Yeah. It, is, oh, God, yes. it is dramatically oh, yes. different. Be there, I will not disagree with that. You know, in the 70s, when I drove through there, I drove through um, uh, the valley, 
three or four times going to Canoga Park to see my sister. And on about the fifth time, I looked around and go, where did these mountains come from? Mm-hmm. I couldn't see them from the 134. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see them. I could not see the mountains from the 134. That's how bad it was. You it can is look a, up pictures, oh. of like satellite pictures of L.A. back oh, then. Yeah. Well, maybe not satellite, but, you know, overhead pictures. And you can't even see the city. It's just yeah. like a cloud of smoke. So much so much so that if you when you drive from L.A. over into uh, Palm Springs, you okay. see as much of a cloud there now as you see now in L.A. Mm. Because so many people really? have moved into Palm Springs and so many people driving around. Yeah, next time oh, you drive yeah. up and over, they yeah. get the inversions there, and you get you see this haze over that oh, that whole area, the Palm Springs, Indio, that area. Oh, Phoenix, it's, Phoenix is terrible, too. Yeah. When I lived in New York, I developed a scab over one of my eyeballs well. because it was rejecting the New York City air. Ew, it was disgusting. I was like, I went, into, yeah, I went into urgent care, and I was like, I don't know. I have this yellow, weird thing covering my eye, and it's getting bigger by the hour. And they were like, Oh yeah, it's a scab actually, and your eye is just rejecting the air quality. Oh, <laughs> it's God. trying to protect your eye Yum. from wow. New York City air. I was like, what? Oh yeah, you get done with a day out in in, in New York City, you you come home and you just you wipe your face. It's just like it's just, covered it, it feels like it has gravel on it. Yeah. It's just filthy. Schmutz. Yes. Schmutz. Schmutz. Yeah. I like schmutz. Oh yeah. I like that word schmutz. I say schmutz all the time. Fawn says it now too. It's funny. <laughs> One of the best things we could do about air quality and CO2 and all that stuff is not being such an urban-focused culture. I we, agree. we all have to live in 700-story buildings, and we all have to you know, take half an hour to go half a mile because the traffic is so bad because there's so many people crammed together. Wow. Yeah. I- I personally think a great a great thing they could do for every city to cut down on a lot of pollution is to just have a lot of streets not have cars on them and let people walk yeah, in safety. Yeah, they should ride their bikes in safety yeah. and just not because you don't need a one way road every single street. Right. Yeah, like every, every other block. street is a one way. Yeah, but yeah. Even every closing block. downtown square was one of the best things I think New York City did. Um, yes. A lot of traffic, and Los Angeles yes. should do the same with Hollywood and Highland because it's almost impossible to get around that area. Just shut it down. There's plenty of ways to go around, and um, that way it becomes easier for pedestrians to move around. That's what they do in a lot of those uh, squares in Europe. They just don't let traffic come in there, and it's like uh, the only people that can use anything are they can bring Vespas in. Taxis for the handicapped. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and one of the nice things, even in Zermatt, Switzerland, they do that thing. The whole town is kind of shut down. If you own a home there, you can have a, have a car there. And most of the, the shuttles for the, for the hotels are electric. So they've, re, they've reduced uh, that sort of thing. The only way you get in there, if, if you don't own a place there, is by train. So that's a uh, nice reduction. Oh, I just got, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. It is. It would be really nice. We will be right back. Kristen, another great week from you is all I have to say. Thank you for having me. I'll see you all next week. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. We'll be back. Hour two.